of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome back into the morning hookup. Happy Thursday. Will Wilson in with you. Steve Malone is here. So is Nick Gregg. You know that voice. You missed that voice. And he's back. <laughs> oh, God. And every- I, it, takes a, it takes a village to uh, replace one man, it sounds like, is what you're telling me. <laughs> we had to bring in all the troops. The great, the great Bill Hooks. You know. Yeah. T, what's good this morning, man? T is on oh, the phone. Man. Oh, man, I'm just sitting back here relaxing. Iowa took it on the chin against Eastern Illinois last yeah. night at home, man. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, hate to see it, don't you? Largest, yeah. Was that the largest odds uh, in college in quite a while? 31.5 favors and uh, yeah. taken on the chin by nine or something like that. Yeah, but, it was one of the biggest upsets in basketball history last night. <laughs> wow. Great, love it. And coming right off the heels of losing their big five-star in-state recruit to Alabama. Ooh, I hate that to, offensive tackle. I hate to see uh, Iowa go through this kind of it's thing. It's the worst, Hey, T, well, it was... The problem is, the problem is, we got them next. We got them next week, next Thursday. Yeah, hopefully they're not too angry. <laughs> but but hey, you know, it was uh, it was my father's birthday a couple days ago, T, and I called down there and uh, wish him happy birthday. And he said, "Oh, you wouldn't like it down here today. It's only fifty four. And I said, fifty four. I mean, you, I said, Dad, you know, I'm gonna, be, I would be wearing shorts down there, taking up selfies with every cactus I saw. Now, oh man. Now I know that you've come up here before. You, I mean, obviously you lived here through basketball, and and uh, I, I see you come up here with just that windbreaker on sometimes in January, watching you shiver. Uh, when we, when I came in the studio this morning, the uh, the temperature on the, on the gauge in the car said minus twelve, and wind, oh. wind chill is supposed to be negative thirty seven today. Oh my god! Oh my god! Makes you want to come back and visit real soon, doesn't it? <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm supposed to come back in February, so hopefully all of that's cleaned up, man. And it's uh, you know, and the snow starting to melt and get some sunshine like we have. It's supposed to be in the 70s uh, coming up this week, Ooh. and uh, six about 65, almost 70 today. So we're. You know, we're doing the blue skies and all that good stuff, oh, man. But I've it. been hearing about it. You know, I was talking to Deep Vic last night. He was almost stuck in Chicago. So I got to check on him to, uh, today to see if he made it home because he kept his flight kept getting delayed. So the Midwest must be getting hit hard. Now, um, you're coming back for for the – that'll be for the Legends weekend in February, yeah, right? Absolutely. Okay. absolutely. The weekend of the 17th, February 17th. The game is on the 19th. We have Maryland, and we'll have our banquet and all that good stuff on Saturday at the huddle. Gotcha. Well, T, we, you know, I want, I want to kind of get your perspective on this. Today we're covering, uh, you know, we had, we had early signing day. That's kind of new. Um, you know, the, the past couple of years for football and stuff like that. So we're kind of re- covering the day after and the recruits like that. But I don't know if we've ever got a chance to talk to you about, about your recruitment. I, I mean, I know, you know, with that, uh, you know, with Danny coming in and stuff like that. How, was there the big show back, back then when your recruitment, did you have, did you have like three hats in a bag or on a table where, where ESPN showed up and you picked a hat in front of everyone or, or how did, how did your choice go for, for your, uh, for your decision? Absolutely not. It was kind of funny because Derek Vic and I were, you know, playing at huts together and, uh, 
and coach bargain with our coach, you know, our, you know, head assistant at Nebraska while we were there and he was there for a while. And it was kind of interesting because, uh, coach bargain called us in and say, Hey, uh, and I know he had interviewed for the job when Mo Iba stepped down and, or however that happened. Uh, I know that, uh, coach bargain was interviewing for the, for the opportunity, and heck, he wanted to bring a whole JUCO team with him. We had eight Division One players on our team, and and uh, so he was wanting to bring our whole team there. And uh, and of course, I think Denny Knee at one point turned the job down and was going to take Wichita State, and then changed his mind and ended up taking Nebraska. And but you know, this all we found this out after the fact. So so they sent a jet to come pick up Derek Vick and I and Coach Bargain together. And we're flying and me and D Vick, we're just oblivious. So we just flying there and, and say, well, let's go have a good time, our first visit and and you know, check out this university because I didn't know much about the Big Eight at the time. I knew about Nebraska football, but not anything about the Big Eight and basketball, Danny Mannion, all those guys. So we come and so we're so we get here and we'll get to Nebraska and we're just hanging out, hanging out and and uh, you know Anthony Bayless and Bernard Day and those guys took us out and you know we had a good time. We went to some football parties with Project the Sandman Thomas and and Steve Taylor and all of Doug DeBose and you know we're just uh, we're just saying man this place seems to be fun and then the, the Vanny Center was phenomenal. We went when we visit that. Uh, the Devaney Center said, man, because we've played in a pretty good facility at Hutch, you know, one of the top facilities in the country for junior college, and they host a tournament, national tournament. So we're looking at this facility, and uh, so we talk to each other. I mean, of course, when you talk to Coach Nee, you know, it's – Man, he could sell you water at a beach, man. He, I mean, he's that he's that he's that good. And and after we both met with him separately, we talked to each other and say, "What's your thoughts?" And we, you know, I said, "Man, I kind of like this place, and I like the coach." And we decided to say, "Hey, well, let's go ahead and sign." So ours was pretty quick. We come to visit. And we met with Coach Nee, went out with Bernard and Anthony Bayless, Bernard Day, and all those guys, and and we decided pretty quick. But what we didn't know after we signed, next thing we know, Coach Bargain's coming as an assistant. So we were like, I mean, where did that come from? So, so I told Vic, man, that was a setup, man. Uh, Coach Bargain was using, not using us, but I think it was more about it was kind of a package deal without us, you know, being aware of it. And we all end up coming to Nebraska together. So it was no big signing hats and things of that sort. It was just one of those visits that we end up enjoying and, and we like Danny Nee and, and we like the facilities and man, I'm a big Nebraska fan as as we speak, you know, because of that. So it was a great experience. So I'm glad I did. We're talking to T Buchanan. T uh, there's a few games that we need to talk to you about. Let's go back to last Saturday, Nebraska and K State in Kansas City. We talked to you before this game, you know, I think a lot of people around here kind of thought we had a shot uh, but it didn't go very well. What did you see in that game? Well, I, I, you know, I told Coach Hoyberg, you know, after the game, I just said that was just a, it was a kind of a tough, tough matchup. You know, they had a really, really good point guard, um, and their three man, the transfer from Florida, the, the kid that had the accident a year or two ago that fell on his head, I think it was, and um, you know, I think he was a five star at the at the time, four or five star, and he was he's their leading scorer, and they got two six ten long athletic kids uh, that played for him. So you know, just looking at the game and you know it was pretty much home game let's be honest you know they're playing in Kansas City and you know Manhattan's not too far from there and I'm not saying Nebraska Lincoln is super far I think we're what two and a half three hours away and and uh, I just thought that we just had a kind of a slow start 
Uh, I thought Will Ham and, and Jamarcus um, uh, played well in that game, uh, a lot better than I than I anticipated Lawrence. And and I think um, you know with with Walker playing at home, um, they said you know listen, you know looking at it on TV he had what forty uh, friends and family at the game, and you know he thought that's a lot of pressure, you know, on him as a senior wanting to perform well and. And I just think that K State, you know, we, you know, both teams started off kind of slow, uh, and then K State just kept, you know, we, you know, we were there, but then we weren't. So I just thought it was just a tough environment and a tough mm-hmm. game for the for uh, for the team. So uh, unfortunately, you know, they would beat us by what fifteen or something like that. But yeah, the, uh, <clears throat> it was a tough game in in terms of they were kind of in control the the whole time. You know, there's a few moments that Nebraska battled back. Um, you know, T, as as I look at this team, and we're going into the end of the year, and usually when that calendar flips over, that's when the basketball season really gets going, right? Because you're playing mm-hmm. all of your, you know, your conference games. What's something about this team that you think is is a maybe a a, a reason that they got a shot to win a few more games, maybe than what was expected before the season? And then what is something about this team that, as you look at at conference play, you say, all right, this is something they're going to have to overcome if they really want to make some noise. Well, it's two things there. Number one, this team uh, has a lot of heart, and they play hard, and they have some of these qualities, you know, just from a from a defensive standpoint, and and a desire to go get the ball, you know, whether that's on the rebounds or you know loose balls, things of that sort. So those are things you really can't teach. Uh, you know, well, of course you can teach defense, but you can't teach effort. And I just think this team has a no quit mentality. Uh, so they're, they're going to play you to the end. Uh, and I, you know, that Purdue game says it all. The number one team in the country and they proved it themselves that they can compete with any team in the country, especially in the Big Ten. So just with that alone, you know, that confidence, you know, K State was kind of a letdown and, you know, and then playing Queens the other, uh, the other day, uh, the other night, um, you know, which was a decent team. Uh, you know, I know it's their first year of Division One, and I just think that they have the right mentality. They have the right leaders with Sam leading the team and Walker, uh, and you and you have uh, Emmanuel and Gary. You know, CJ Tamanaga, and I think Wilhelm is coming around, and you know, and some of the other players are getting playing time. CJ, you know, we just got to get him going. You know, as the conference play starts, you know, because it's all conference games here on out, and and I. I honestly believe that this team feels that they can compete with any team in the Big Ten, and and uh, and I think they're going to prove that on the court this year. Um, I don't I don't know if it was on TV or or not the other night, but uh, I know Xavier and I we got to go watch that uh, that that game against Queens, and the the game that we had two thousand people there, and it was I don't know there there really wasn't a lot of atmosphere for that team to even feed off of uh, when we were at that game. Um, but as as the game just kind of went on, uh, the team, when I felt, it was almost like a road game where that team had to kind of drum up, uh, you know, its own momentum because there was no crowd behind it. And mm-hmm. the thing that was, it was – I'm not on big alert about it, but I, I didn't see the team – um, you know, kind of be able to find that motivation on their own when the the crowd wasn't behind them. Is is that really a, a big factor? Do you think? Uh, you know, because you're going to play a lot of games on the road, and you know sometimes it's a circle the wagon mentality. But you know, how big of a thing is it should be to have that floor general uh, to be able to to get the team motivated by themselves when when the crowd just isn't into it. 
Well, you know, that is tough. Um, you know, and, and fortunately for uh, our teams back in the Denny Knees era, you know, we didn't have that. We didn't have that problem because Bob Devaney was, you know, was always pretty much three-fourths always full. So we didn't have to experience that, but we did have – we did experience when we were playing against the team that we were supposed to dominate. And I never forget the, the game we lost at home against Grambling State back then and just getting motivated. We just came back from – I think Furman, and when they took us in overtime, we ended up winning the game. And Coach Knee was a little disappointed in our performance. And heck, when we when we touched down in Lincoln that night, and I think it was after midnight, we still had to we had to practice. And the game was the, but I think the next day or the day after or something like that. And man, we didn't have much legs, and but we still felt that we were the dominant team against Grambling, and we were. And uh, but you know, it was one of those teams that you had to get motivated for. And it was tough to get motivated because you know you were, you know they were outmanned and we were better, we're bigger, stronger, and and faster. And uh, but they just you know developed a little confidence and stayed with us and ended up beating us at the end with a couple of free throws. Uh, so it, it is tough. And you know you try to uh, talk to one another and the coaches. Is, you know, of course, Danny Knee always had choice of words during games and at halftime, and 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 we're listening and we're. And, and then sometimes you have to just dig deep. Um, and fortunately, unfortunately for us, we lost that game. So, but but for them to pull it out, because Queens was not a bad team. I mean, they beat Marshall and a couple other teams, mm-hmm. and I know it's their first year of Division One. So, they were a decent team. So it wasn't a a, a team that you going to just walk over. I mean, they could flat out play, uh, and they. They kept it. What they played us within ten points, and and I thought the game was going to be closer based upon what I've heard about them, and uh, so I was kind of proud of what the kids did. I had to watch this game on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was somewhere else, and and uh, with some friends, and I couldn't miss the game. So I'm sitting there watching this game with the on my phone, and and I end up looking at the stats. I said, man, we had five people in in uh in double figures and and you know and shot well from the free throw line which you know which has been one of our Achilles heel and and uh you know not well from the three point line and but we just got to find a way cuz sooner or later that's going to be <laughs> our downfall man if we can't get consistent at the three point uh uh arc but uh, but we'll see though i mean but it's not to your question though it it's it's tough you know especially you know i've always said that when you play at home you know that's a ten point uh, advantage for the home team, just automatically, just with the fans alone. Uh, it's nothing like playing at home. Uh, you know you're 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 just fired up. You jump a little higher. You run a little faster. You shoot a little better, and that's just that's just natural. Uh, so when you don't have that support, you know, and then of course if I'm coming in the gym where the the opponent doesn't have many fans there supporting them. Should we take full advantage of that? So, you know, but Queens just, you know, they play tough, but it's not tough enough for us. And we needed that win after that K-State loss. So I'm, I'm proud of the Huskers. All right, T, uh, I'm going to shift over a little bit here real fast because I need your I need your help for a minute. Um, for those listening to the show, if you've never hung out with T, when he walks in the room, like, swag goes up. <laughs> All right, he's got that drip. Like this man is—he's cooler than the other side of the pillow. He walks in and he knows, you know, this is this is what happens when T is is in the house. And I need your help as a friend here because a mutual friend of ours is getting onto TikTok and making TikTok videos <laughs> and trying to be cool on TikTok. His name's Matthew Malone. Oh no! Oh yes! 
And do you, T, what advice do you have for Mr. Theo Malone? Because he is getting on here and trying to, he's trying to be cool. He's trying to do all this stuff. And I feel like if there's anybody that could give him some good advice, it'd be you. Well, well, the only advice I can get him is don't do it. <laughs> but, I, told him, I told him he needs to start doing all the different TikTok dances that are cool and then just but, start recording himself doing them, and it'll go over real well. But but you got to remember with Matt, Matt knows everybody. you know. And I was going to ask him because I, I like one of his – always like his post on Facebook, and, and he, you know, he's always on the floor at the game. I mean, even at Legends Weekend, and that's how Matt and I really kind of met and started communicating because every time I'm in Lincoln, whether it's Legends Weekend or at a home game or something like that, I run into Matt on the floor. I'm like, how has this guy got access to everything? And, and he knows everyone. And, and just looking at those awesome photos that he gets the chance to take with his, his son and daughter with, you know, with former players and current players, and I'm like, how does he do it, man? So he has access to everything. It's all so, Xavier. It's all Xavier. <laughs> it's all Xavier. Yeah. So, so my point is, is that Man, you could start TikToking up a storm. It's just your ability to, Uh-oh. you know, first of all, the, the folks that you know and, and the and the access that you have to everyone and all the facilities and things of that sort, man. And I mean, you know, <laughs> do it like that from a professional level, and you know, not you know, I, you know, I don't know what type of dance moves you have. I've heard that I can't dance, but I think I can. But <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, we we but, call it the hip displacement. I'm a, I'm a little nervous that we just created a monster here. Actually. Actually, I, was, I thought you were going to help us out. You did. You just fueled the fire. Oh, well, no. well, well, Nick, but you know, the deal is that Matt, 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 Matt's that guy. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I'm, I'm all, I'm almost feel like putting like a, a flattened out cardboard box down here in the studio and showing these kids how to break dance a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, well, well I He's haven't seen your, your dancing skills, man. So if you're anything like me, man, because I think I'm the only one that think I can, I can dance, but all my friends and family, man, just says that, you know, if one thing I lost as a kid, my whole family can dance, brother, all my siblings, they said I didn't get the rhythm uh, uh, gene. So, 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 so when it comes to dancing, you can't get no advice from me. But I do try, though, man, especially if I get a little of that soda in me, man. And you, you, you know, you never know what you're going to see with TV Cannon out there trying to dance. See, we, uh, we always appreciate your time, man. Uh, have a great Christmas. We're going to be off the air next week, so we won't talk to you oh. next week. Uh, but hopefully, okay. uh, hopefully we you know play against Iowa competitively, and uh, we can't wait to catch up soon, man. Enjoy your Christmas. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. you too. Too hey, great talking to you, Matt and Nick. And uh, yeah. hey, hey, man, I look forward to seeing y'all in February. I'll be back there in February for the uh, Legends weekend. Sounds yeah. good. All right, hey, 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 have a good Christmas, T. Hey, y'all too, though. Thank you. See you, T. That was Henry T. Buchanan. Oh, no. Did I just accidentally create a monster? You did. Did Whoa. You did. You could have jumped I'm in on some of that. I did it, Nobody wants to see Marshall no more. Hey, you got to show oh, me that. Lord. I want to see that TikTok. Are we going to, are All we right. going to, we, so here's what I would recommend. I would recommend you do whatever the, the dances are. Like I said, like the Wednesday Adam dance that's out right now. Um, there's is a couple that different that, ones. Is that that show on Netflix? Netflix. That, yeah, yeah. That I on, it's on the interwebs. Yeah. yeah, 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 for you sure. You could also be one of those uh, thirst trap TikTokers. Oh, you, you know? could do that. You could yeah. do that. And I think it it would behoove you to uh, <laughs> you you know what you you can spit some lines. I think you should start rapping and 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 covering uh, different hip hop artists. Hip 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 hop hip hop yes. anonymous. While you do these dances, 
I think that'd be a good idea. I think I think if you put all that together wrapped into the <laughs> old old man dad thing you got going on on there, whatever you what do you call yourself on there? I think eighties old eighties dad. Or See something. exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm like I'm not making that part up. So like if you do that, I think you got it. I think you'll be you'll be TikTok famous. Here's what we need tomorrow. Yes. We we need a new TikTok from you doing oh, exactly no. what yes, Nick what is I saying. Asked. Everything. Oh goodness. Yes. That I asked on a train. No, I'm on vacation. Oh, can you go to a train? Just get on somewhere? a train while I'm on vacation. Just get on a train. That kind of defeats the Just purpose. Just go unqualified. Old eighties dad. There's so many TikTok names with eighties and dad in it. I'm gonna see if I can find it. So, I might be following you now. Gosh darn. It. Oh, you're on TikTok now. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You said you like cooking videos and. Uh, yeah. So I've got to to rap, dance, and scream at kids on my yard all at the same time. Yes. Well, I can do that. Of, a lot of softball players follow me on TikTok, and I don't ever post anything. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, there nice. we go. <laughs> uh, we got about three minutes left. We'll just keep this segment rolling. Let me see if I can find Did you this. see that uh, Gardner Minshew is officially starting for the Eagles? Yeah, man. Um, that's... Uh, do you think this is gonna? How is this gonna affect the MVP race with Hertz uh, not playing? Yeah. If he misses one game, I don't think it'll affect it at all. If he misses multiple More. games, I think it will. I don't know if you. I, I just don't have confidence that he misses multiple because he almost played this weekend, right? Like I don't know. He hasn't practiced once this week. He okay. so he got the old. So, so here's the deal in the NFL anymore. You tackle a quarterback, right? And if you hurt him, you put pressure on him, you, they, they're they going to call a penalty. Every time. But once you, be, once you get past the line of scrimmage and you're running, you could be tackled any which way, all right, okay. unless they slide. And he got tackled and dropped on just like they would if they were tackling him in the pocket trying to hurt him. And as soon as he got tackled, if you watch that play, he reaches right up for his collarbone yep. and his shoulder, and it's on his throwing arm. I mean, you know, I if it was the playoffs, I bet he plays tries to play through it. But I don't know, man. They're, I mean, they're three games ahead of Dallas. Um, you know, even if they go in and they lose this game to Dallas, there's still two games ahead. Uh, I think the long run for Philadelphia is more important to make sure that he's healthy because they pretty much almost solidified that, that home field advantage in that number one spot, and that's that's going to be huge. Um, going out to prove a point to, to get the season sweep on Dallas or any of these teams, it's it's – Inconsequential, I think, to the big prize, and that's obviously you know getting winning that NFC Championship and, and getting back to the Super Bowl with the chance to win it. But on on the individual side, more than one game it will hinder his MVP. Um, but I guess you'd have to ask each individual: Is that what you're playing for, or are you are you playing for that MVP trophy, or are you playing for that Lombardi trophy? On so. the bright side, we get Gardner Minshew back. Haven't seen him in a while. At least a couple of seasons. I hope to I hope to see him running for his life a lot on Christmas Eve. It's probably going to happen. I mean, that's what the Cowboys did to the Vikings. I don't know, dude. I think Gardner Minshew is going to go out there and he is going to slang that thing, and the whole time he's going to be pointing up for uh, Leach. That's what oh, I think is right. going to happen. I think Gardner is going to go out there and absolutely channel his his inner coach Leach, and he is just going to slang it everywhere. Sorry, bud. Well, he can, but. Several of them will be picked off. So, what do you think about? Uh, what did you think about um, the owner of the Cowboys saying that your quarterback throws too many interceptions? He does, and that he's like, just get rid of him. What are we doing? I mean, that, <laughs> Jerry Jones doesn't sugarcoat anything. You know that hmm. he does throw too many interceptions, um, but but he's also he's he's a he's a high risk, high reward quarterback, and you're going to get that. Um, but and at the same time with Jerry Jones, I've said this too. He's 
a little bit more too vocal. He's he's the modern day Al Davis. Yeah, he is, and, and that's that, his. That was his idol, right? And and that mm-hmm. and that we are going to never reach the apex of our ability. And I hate to be morbid while he's still alive. Because you know, the Raiders made a comeback once Al Davis passed away. Wait a minute, they did? What'd they do? Well, I mean, they're, they're relevant, like I they're, should say. They're, they're not going 1-15. When was the last time and, they made the playoffs? But oh, the last year. They did last year. And they're not d- and then they drafting all the Jamarcus Chargers. Russells anymore. What are you talking about? Their last, like, four first-round picks are not on the team. But it's not as bad as Jamarcus Russell pick. We'll continue this conversation in the second hour when we come Is back. It? They're ter- They cut last year's corner that they drafted like eight games into his career. Marco D'Angelo will join the show when we come back.